Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of LCBJJ Talks. I'm your host, Carlos Ruchilam. Uh This week, I have a student interview with Eric. Eric is a purple belt. He's been training with us for a few years, probably about three years or so, maybe a little bit longer. And um, <clears throat> I said I had an opportunity to sit down and chat with him. Um, it was a pretty cool chat. Eric's a pretty cool guy. He's easy to get along with. Um, and uh, you'll, he'll, he'll be sharing some of his thoughts on how on how jiu-jitsu was able to really change his life, uh, really able, really gave him the confidence to um, to take a different path in his career. Um, so you guys will hear all about that, and he'll he'll go through it. And we talk about all the random, we talk about all the random things as well. Um, I do apologize, I was not, uh, I wasn't able to uh, get a brand new episode last week, um, just because uh, I was on vacation. I was a little, I was a little busy. And uh, wasn't able to um, to uh, record one uh, before I took off uh, on my vacation. So again, I do apologize for that. Um, yeah. So last week we um, last week I we spent some time in New York, which was pretty cool. Uh, New York was uh, New York is New York. It was wasn't too hot, um, but it was nice and cool. Um, if you guys have ever been to New York, you know, please. Do yourself a favor and go out there and, and at least at least once go out there and visit New York. There's some great jujitsu schools out in the New York area. I had an opportunity to train at Marcelo Garcia's gym on Wednesday. Uh, I did two classes. Uh, not me looking back at it now, I don't think I probably should have done probably should have done the second class as um, as I was uh, I was a little worn out from the first class. Uh, <laughs> Uh, even even about you know six hours later, I was still a little worn out with um, uh, probably you know lack of water, <laughs> but uh, enjoyable time. Um, all the all the high level guys seem very 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 um, friendly to us. They welcomed us. Uh, he's got a huge gym, a huge gym, and it was packed. The mats were packed. Um, probably a little bit more so last week because I think he was. Uh, planning on doing promotions or something, and uh, so I think people wanted to show up to uh, <laughs> like every time there's a promotion uh, and you get you announce it, the, everybody starts showing up. So the mats were pretty packed. I would say there were probably maybe anywhere between 50 to uh, 50 to 60, maybe a little bit more people on the mats training at the same time. Um, so it was so space was very very tight. Um, <laughs> Space was very very tight there, and um, but it was a great experience uh, to be able to take um, to, to take a class from uh, probably one of the best jujitsu practitioners uh, ever when it comes you know in, in competition wise and um, so it was quite an honor. I'm a huge fan of his. I'm a huge fan of his. I watch his videos, and um, I want to say emulate my emulate my my game from it. But he's had a big heavy influence on it. And, uh, you know, really friendly, super, super friendly. Then after our time in New York City, we actually ended up going north to JT Tours' academy. And uh, JT Tours, uh, it's a brand new school. It's, I think it's been open about a year now. And uh, JT, originally from the East Coast, originally I think from New York, he op- opened it up and he, the last few years, he actually spent time in San Diego where he... Uh, really made a big name for himself competing, and uh, rec- as of recently, he just he won his um, 
Monday ADCC. So um, he's got a quite a um, quite a he's got a good school out there. Um, where it's located, it's kind of centrally located, and um, I think people from New Jersey, Manhattan, and even Connecticut, I guess, are make their way over to his school. Um, he's l literally right across the street from a train stop, so uh, it's about maybe anywhere from talking to the guys. It's about maybe fifteen to thirty minute train ride, depending on where they were coming from. And again, it's right across the street from that stop, so. Um, he's got kids. He's got a kids program. I ended up doing two classes again. Um, probably not the best time, as I was pretty worn out um, at the very end of the advanced class. Uh, pretty worn out at the, at the advanced class. He's got a little bit of smaller school. He's got a good number of students, he's, but it's it's a little bit smaller. Um, guys were the guys there were really 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 super super friendly. Um, and um, I don't know, I, I felt like I was a little bit more at home and at, at JT school maybe because because um, of the maybe the, the size of the school. And plus, you know, a few years ago, we actually got to meet JT and uh, myself and, and Patty. Got to meet JT and hung out with, hang out with him a little bit. Um, but, yeah, super good teacher, um, cool atmosphere, um, great-looking gym, great-looking academy. Um so yeah, if you guys are up, if you guys ever decide to go out to New York, you guys definitely, definitely have to stop by at JT's. Um, you know, super friendly, um, good training, guys, pound for pound. Uh, probably uh, all the guys there were really, really tough. So, um, so we got a got some good training, got some good good roles in. So uh, definitely looking forward to getting back to New York to do some training. Maybe uh, maybe next time go the next go around maybe go somewhere you know travel travel somewhere else to do some training maybe go to Henzo's um, or something like that don't know but um, but anyway I think I've talked way too long but anyway uh, here is the interview with Eric I hope you guys enjoy it thanks cool yeah Ready? yeah okay. so I'm here with Eric Eric what's up man what's up thanks for doing this I appreciate it of course um, you're the uh, first interview after our break. That's because I was on vacation. I didn't manage to put one up. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. How long have you been training? So on and so forth. Go for there. Sure. Uh, so, well, just a little bit about myself. So I'll be 37 in August. Mm -hmm. um, I've been training for uh, just over six years. Um, I've trained pretty consistently that whole time. Um, throughout that time, I did take like two breaks off where I think I was probably out of the gym for around three months, once around when I was getting married. And then one other time, which I don't really remember why, maybe just busy life. Yeah. And then uh, came back both times and training pretty consistently now. Um, work in the area, live in the area. Uh, married, wife, uh, married for four years ago. Yesterday was our anniversary. Oh, wow. Um, doesn't seem so important. Been living with my wife for 13 years. Holy moly. So the relationship's a little longer than four years. Um, so that's good. And then uh, maybe a weird time to announce, but then uh, we're expecting a baby on the way now. Nice, man. So Congrats. No good. children Congrats. currently um, expecting. And uh, I have one dog at home. Yeah. And, uh, I used to have a cat that passed away some months ago that, uh, you know, I still miss a little bit. Really? Yeah. And I figured you was a cat person. Yeah. I'm allergic to cats, so... I don't really. I can yeah, take them so, or leave them. 
I mean, besides that, uh, you know, pretty standard. I work and I try to play um, in the summer, play softball, play volleyball, do jujitsu. How many days days a week do do you train? Can you train? Can I train? So I like to try to train minimum three times a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to train up to five times a week if I can. Um, it gets harder in the summer when I have some other rec sports going on and I have to dedicate some of my time to my wife and some of my other friends outside of this gym. Right. Um, in the winter, when I wasn't playing rec sports, I was pretty consistently training four to five times a week at least. When, um, so why did you start jiu-jitsu? Uh, so I knew you'd ask that. And for me, I definitely started jiu-jitsu uh, from my interest in the UFC. Mm-hmm. And then I think, um, actually, you know, I started listening to the Joe Rogan podcast. Uh, it sounds kind of cliche, um, but that pushed me towards it a little bit as well. I went and tried out a gym about two years before I ever started training. They had boxing and jiu-jitsu. Um, and I kind of called them up and they're like, oh, come in and try a class. And I didn't really know what I wanted. So I ended up actually going and trying the boxing class, mm-hmm. not even trying the jujitsu class. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went, tried it out. Um, the class was fun, but uh, the instructor kind of turned me off. They were very diligent about, you got to sign up for one year and we're basically taking your money and we're not giving it back. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, and I was like, man, I've tried a ton of shit in my life. <laughs> I've quit basically all of it. <laughs> it's pretty standard for me. I try shit, I buy shit, and then I stop using it. Right. Um, so I was like, no way. I'm not signing up for a year. Mm-hmm. And then I just kind of let it go. There, you know, That was the place that was close to me. Right. And then some time passed, and I looked again. And then there was a gym that came up that was even closer than that first gym I tried out to my house. Mm-hmm. I went in, tried it out. Uh, Simon was the instructor there. Right. He was cool about the sign-up, and he was like, hey, if you decide you don't like it, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, signed up, and then kind of was hooked. Nice. Ever since. Um, everybody starts with the USC. Yeah. The, well, I mean, I guess people that are older and have been doing jiu-jitsu for, for I would say, probably more than say probably more than five years, ever since I think people started because of the UFC well and for me I wish that I had picked up on the UFC when I was younger so I was not one of those kids that was renting VHS tapes and watching UFC I I wish I was because I think I would have got into it sooner for me uh, my UFC all of that came from when the Ultimate Fighter first hit regular TV and that is what I started watching that because it was free it was on TV I was not the type of person to be buying pay-per-views so that's when I got drawn in you know so I was like already in my uh, 22, 23, I think is yeah. when that was. Yeah, I got yeah, I got hooked it I got hooked with the same thing. And but before the Ultimate Fighter came out, I was looking around because I got out of college and then I couldn't find any gyms. I, anything and I've told this before, and it's like I either go to the west for an hour or I go south for an hour and a half drive. Each drive, and then I'm like, no way. <clears throat> and just waited. Yeah. Uh, but then really kicked it up more when um the first Ultimate Fighter season yeah. came around. Um, started but I was too lazy then. I mean, I <laughs> when I was watching, I wasn't even thinking about, like, oh, I should it? go to a gym. No, I was I was cool with uh, hanging you, on the couch and playing a lot of video games. I used to. I did watch it. I think that's the only season I actually watched of the fighter, UFC fighter. Bobby Southworth my, was my favorite fighter. Uh-huh. I Wait. still watch it now. I really? Oh, I stopped watching it. I stopped watching it after... Uh, Maybe the third season. Yeah. 
I just remember Bobby Southworth from that first season. Obviously, you remember the fight and the fight, you know, the 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 final fight or you know some fights leading up. But fucking when Bobby Southworth called Chris Lehman a fatherless bastard, <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> but uh, and they hosed him. Yeah. But then Southworth, what uh, what, did he, what happened to him? I think he got hurt during the season or something, didn't, didn't he? He was supposed to be the best fighter on there because yeah. he had the most fights. But he wasn't in the finals. No, he got beat. I think he got beat by... I don't think... I think he, yeah, he might have gotten hurt. You know, no, he didn't make weight. Did it, wasn't he the one that made, had trouble making weight? That, it could be, but... Because Nate... Not, not Query. Query was on that season two, wasn't he? And I think he, he actually was got two. hurt. It was at season two? Yeah. Because he was like... Kind of a badass on the show, and then he, like, hurt his leg, and he had to drop off. And then he had a half-decent UFC career, actually. Yeah, until he got knocked out by Rich Franklin when he got, like, killed over. Yeah, well, that's, like, Jesus. one of the best. I remember that other dude, out. Sam, Sam, Sam something. Sam something. Sam He's from Stout. Alaska. No, 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 no. I don't think he even fights anymore. <clears throat> he might, Sam Hoger. Uh, he was, uh... He was a he was a weirdo guy. He was from like Alaska, which was kind of weird. Yeah. Um, I remember that season. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but that was my uh, yeah. That was for me. Eventually, you know, it just turned into like I had been watching it so much, and I was I got really you know I was watching every event before the UFC kind of blew up so much. Right. There's so much on now, and then uh, yeah, and then it, listening to you know Joe Rogan just made it sound so appealing. Sometimes listening of he does, and it, you know that, and for me, I found a lot of that to hold true. Um, so a lot of the lessons he talked about for me, that's proven true over time. His black belt speech was pretty good. Yeah. When he got his black belt, it was pretty good. Um, that should have been, not too many people talk about that, what he said during his black belt speech. It was pretty good. I don't know why it didn't blow up. Maybe because he yeah, was a I don't few even, I don't even think I've seen that. To be it's honest. good. You should look it up. It's a, it's a worth a look. It's a worth, because he, uh, I think, well, you know, I think they might play clips of it. I think it. I think it's. I think it's the. He said he goes makes you a better person and it makes yeah. you better at this, better at that. And I think they just take clips of it and they kind of like put music to the background. Oh, I think probably. that I maybe have heard. Yeah, I think. I think. But the whole. I think the whole speech was pretty good. Um, yeah, he. Um, it's funny because I. I started. Why did I? Why did I start listening to the Rogan podcast? I don't know why. I don't know why I started listening to the Rogan podcast. It was before I was already yeah. doing jujitsu, so. Started listening to the, and then yeah, he would always talk about jujitsu. But he was always very like extreme, almost yeah. like we're simulating murder. And I'm like, all right, dude, I don't know about that one. I don't know about that for simulating murder, but yeah. you know I what mean, I mean? For me, it was the idea that uh, like the positive, that all sounded good, but I was definitely interested in like that, like we can go at it for real. Um, you know, we're not faking. I, I wasn't interested at, you know, in my. I think I was like 30 when I started roughly, I guess now. And, uh, you know, I didn't want to go kick the air. Um, right. And, you know, like martial arts has always had some appeal or boxing. And then I was like, I'm too old to go to the gym and be taking punches in the head and going home with a headache. Like, yeah, it would be great to box. You know, yeah. I think for if you're concerned about fighting in the street or some crap like yeah. that, it's it's good to, you know, have a right. stiff jab and a good right hook or whatever. But, right. uh, you know, I was like, I'm old. I'm not trying to fight nobody. Um and, and jiu-jitsu just seemed to be kind of the perfect fit for that. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, we, I mean, we can go hard and relatively stay injury-free, but yeah. um, you can't spar in Muay Thai every day. Right. You can't do that shit. Well, and even day. if you do spar, I mean, I had a job 
I mean, yeah. I, you know, I had to go and lug around buckets of asphalt and rocks and shit. I uh-huh. needed my limbs to work. Right. Um, you know, so there was some idea of that. It's like, I can't, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just not in a position in my life to do that. If I was younger, maybe it's a different story. Yeah. But uh, I always like boxing. I never could, I could never find a boxing close enough. And um, who knows? I don't know. I just, uh, I would like to learn more, but I just feel like there's so much in jiu-jitsu that I... Can't like. Well, that's I agree with that completely. Now, <laughs> like I can't like stop doing jujitsu for something else because then I'm like I'm gonna miss out on something at jujitsu. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and like you're at such a different level, but for me, I'm like how could I, to do a lot of other things? It's everything in life is that balance, right? Of hey, I can do this or I can do this. Right. So you know, there's a lot of sacrifices or other things maybe I'd like to do, but I'm like, well, no, I'm gonna go to jujitsu because right. that's how I get better at jujitsu and right. You know, I know for sure I like jujitsu. Did you hear what Boogie Boogeyman just said from Tenth Planet, the black belt from? No, nah. he just he just put something. He uh, he said something, I don't know if it was social media, and he talked about and not. He, I just found it. I just it made me think of it because he says if you can't if you can't uh, if you can't make time to go to our six a.m. class. Or alter your evenings for our seven thirty class. I don't want you to be my student, or something like that. And then, uh, or if, something along those lines. Yeah. Basically, it was like if you don't, if you can't make time for jujitsu, then don't be my student. I'm like, I think that's what he was saying. I mean, maybe he said it in a rough way, sure. but like, I think people were like, he's telling his students, he's he's telling his students to pick family or jujitsu, and I'm like, I don't think so. I think he was just talking in general. Of, well, of people, a guy know. like that who has a name in the sport, right? Like right. it's a little different. Maybe the demand you get at your gym, and right. you can be, um, you know. I know we've talked in the past. I've been training with you guys for a long time mm-hmm. about people we've had in the gym that maybe everyone wasn't such a fan of. Right. And you know, I've seen you take the stance on, I, I don't care about your money, whatever. Yeah. If you're an asshole in the gym, we're gonna ask you to leave eventually. Right. You know. So if you have so many more X more students coming, you know, I could see where you take a line that it's like, hey, if you can't at least dedicate this much time, uh, we don't need you as part of our it's team. It's funny because I, mean, I say I said it a couple I've I've said it a couple times and I've and I've said it in in, in in these past podcasts too, where I've had people they'll call me up. And I've had a couple people call me up. I remember one incident in particular where the guy really was like, I only want to train once a week and I'm like, Well you're not gonna I'm like, that's cool, but like what what are like like, what are your goals? And I'm like, he told me, he's like, well, I just want to, I just want to learn, you know, doing this. I'm like, well, what are you doing the other days? And I'll say this, and, and, and I didn't get into specifics, but he said, he's like, well, I'm trying to, well, I want to box, and then I want to, uh, then I got to lift weights, and then this, and none, nothing in there was like, oh, I got a family, or right, I right. work, or, you know, kids, or whatever. It was just, and I'm like, oh, don't even show up. I told him, like, don't even show up. And I'm like, that's, you know, I don't, like you said, I don't need, like, there's certain people, the level of commitment that you kind of need in the gym, sure. and obviously the level of attitude that you need in the gym too. In order well, for and it I to understand be, from your perspective, I think some people probably don't look at it that way, but you know, you're still dedicating your time into all of us. Right. Uh, you know, it's a business, yes, but you know, you're still here personally mm-hmm. every night. So, you know, I don't, you know, to me, it's totally understandable to think that like, hey, if you're just going to come in 
once or twice a month whenever you feel right. like it. And then you're like going to expect that I should be like focused on you and why am I not getting better? Well, because you're never here and stand at the back of the line and whatever, right. you know. What do you think of those guys that come in? And we've had a couple. What do you think of those guys that come in? And we've, I think it, I think they pretty much have cleared out, but where they come in and it's like, okay, there's a tournament coming up in three months. Now I'm going to come in. What's, what's your opinion? Um, I guess, I don't know. If you're, if you're new to the sport and you're just coming in, which I'm not sure if that's what you mean, like a straight up white belt and you want to compete. Right? No, no, you're no, talking no. more the guys who like, they've been a member. They've been a member. I've been a really member training. for a year. I've been a member for a year. I did it. No, let's, let's call it two years. I got my member, you know, and then a guy that comes in and he trains once a week, maybe twice. Doesn't really, like you said, like once every, let's call it once every 10 days, let's say. Uh, but then all of a sudden the competition's two months away and he's like, I got to go in. And then like he's coming in and then he's like, I got to come in. And then he disappears. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll give the respect that like you should train if you want to compete. I think for most part, my honest opinion with those people is I don't know what they're trying to prove. I think you're kind of kidding yourself. Um, maybe some of those guys go and win tournaments. Mm -hmm. Most of them probably not. I mean, if, if the competition is what motivates you, I think, I guess it's great. Whatever gets someone into the gym. I like right. more guys on the mats, more options of who to train No, I'm with. saying like the guy that comes and goes. But like he's not, because I like people that are more committed, meaning like they're here consistently. I like Whether it be too. two to three times a week. I just feel like it's such a challenge in jujitsu and probably any martial art to have consistency. So like if someone pops in and out, uh, is it the best? No, but it's a body for me to work with. Right. And... If they know something, it's better than a, a white belt at, who knows nothing. Do you look at that as something like uh, that, that, like a selfish act? Uh, like if they come in like once, let's say they come once a week, then all of a sudden like they're coming in three months out, and then they do the competition, then you don't see them again, and then you don't see them again for like let's say a month, and then they start coming back, and they're only coming back once a month. And then they just kind of come in and do the class. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, like, I personally... To me, that's kind of weird. To yeah. me, that's... I'd rather have somebody who's here consistently for, number one, to help each other out. Sure. Number two, for their sake, yeah. to, like, dude, you're not... You know, you come in, you bust your ass for, like, two months, and you're not getting better. I mean, right. you get better, but then you can get better if yeah. you constantly come in. Well, you can get in. back to where you used to be real yeah. fast by not training as well. For right. me, though, those type of guys, like I would say probably right, I'm not putting my time into them. Right. If you're one of those guys, you're probably not one of the guys I'm looking for to the pair trainers, up yeah. with. When we're like, uh, especially as I've progressed through the sport, um, I feel like I'm a little pickier probably about who I roll with it's in particular me. moments of who I want to roll with and, and why I want to roll with them. Um, where when I was a white or blue belt, and it was just kind of like whatever all the time, where now maybe I look at it differently. And maybe some nights I feel like helping somebody out, and maybe some nights I don't. So if you don't know shit, I don't want anything to do with you. <laughs> and maybe that's selfish of me, but, it's <coughs> but I'm, I think that I'm here for me, and I'm part of the team, and I like to help people out mm -hmm. and all of that, but not always. Right. If I'm in a mood, you know, right. that's my right. Right, right, right. And I like to come to jujitsu when I'm in a mood sometimes because I can no, I let understand some of that go. And, you know, but so the people who come and go, I, I don't know. 
a lot of people, it seems like they like to, I don't know if it's like that they like to go around and right. be able to say, I do jujitsu, be able to, you know, wear the merchandise and the gear <laughs> and that sort of thing. <laughs> and, you know, I felt like much more that way when I first started too, like it was cool. Right. And like now I do, don't get me wrong. I mean, I tell people I do jujitsu, but like personally, I'm not out there like trying to spread it. Right. I kind of like to think of it sometimes as like, it's my, it's my thing. Like, right, I right, right. I don't care that you don't it's, I love it. It's made my life better. It, it makes me happy, and you know, but it's not for everyone in my opinion. Right. You know, not even close. Yeah, I think it could help most people, but I understand why there's people who come in or people who will never come in and are like, uh, uh, no. What um, speaking of that, one of my favorite questions I ask is always like, so what? What do you see that has what? What do you see that people in the people that stick around? Like we'll, the people that say, I, I mean, to me, I think one of the biggest things is like uh, humility or being like humble, mm-hmm. um, you know, like really having that willingness to check your ego and maybe not always and not some, but like eventually understanding that idea of like that you're not the best. I think the old adage with you, you know, some days you're the hammer, some days you're the nail and people who can really accept that. And, um, you know, and then I think the guys, too, who really stick around, you know, buy into or like being part of a team, right. the camaraderie. Mm-hmm. You know, that was something I think until listening to some of the podcasts that I don't even know if I ever linked so much. Like, I played sports growing up, mm-hmm. baseball, basketball, whatever. I, lo- I loved being on teams. And, I, you know, coaches used to tell me, you're a great teammate. You're going to make a great coach one day when I play basketball and stuff. I was never super athletic, but, you know, yeah. average. And, uh and then thinking of this as a team, and yeah, that it's like, right. oh, you know, I, I definitely get something out of having that again. A team that I want to be a part of, you know, like, yeah. they give you the spiel at work of, we're a team. And it's like, no, we're not a team. We, like, work we are simply co workers in the same place. Different job, you know, like, this, yeah. is, this is not a team. No, I, uh, yeah, I didn't, you know, somebody, I didn't realize that either. I mean, I realized, obviously, the closeness and the relationship that you build in jujitsu, but I don't, it's not until somebody like, said it to me yeah was like oh this is what I miss was this camaraderie I'm like fuck you're right there is a lot of camaraderie here I just didn't you know what I mean like I never well, it, certain reasons I never put two and two together and it you know to me it in jujitsu it builds in this very different way that is ever built anywhere else in my life I've I've built relationships in here through this idea of forming trust with you through like this physical contact right of like there's guys in here you know that i would trust to tell most anything mm-hmm. uh, to do anything with i i trust them if they want to try a move on me or whatever like i just trust them and um we're not great friends outside of the gym you know i'm not hanging out with robbie and cisco on the weekends right. but like i really trust those guys up there with some of my closest friends of people i've known for 10 20 years right and you know, and it's just built through jujitsu and that getting to that place with them of like knowing, oh no, like this guy's not gonna hurt me, he's not mm-hmm. gonna and it's it's just different, but you know, you form those bonds that way, I think. Yeah, I mean that's I think that's how it mostly starts to develop because you start doing those you start trusting somebody with your body. Yeah. Kinda like pro wrestling. But uh no, you start trusting somebody with your body and then you're like, Okay, yeah, I can probably trust them. I can trust them not hurting me and paralyzing me. Right. Uh, I can trust them with, you know, saying like, "Hey, man, I fucking, you know, whatever, got a speeding ticket, yeah, or something." I don't know. No, no, absolutely. You know what I mean? Right. Like, uh, 
it's hard to know when you can trust someone if like we just hang out at the bar and we go out and we talk and we bullshit like i don't have any idea what you say behind my back or mm-hmm. what you say when i leave or whatever so you know, someone can very easily, like, stab you in the back from that. Where, like, here, it's kind of like, no, by example, like, no, they've proven to me night after right. night after night after night that, that I can trust them, yeah. you know, and it's it's unique. Yeah, that's why I I think we've, I don't know. As I I feel the same way. I feel like there's a lot of, like I said, like, there's a lot of trust, and that's why the there's such good friendship that develops through jujitsu. And sometimes that leaks off the mat, you know? Yeah, like, that trust, and you start, like, all right, let me... Let me hang out with him. Oh, he's pretty cool. Or you hang out with him. Oh, this guy's kind of a douche, but you know what? He's a good training partner for me. <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen that happen. I've seen, well, and you know. That's right, and it should be. Like, everyone who's a great training partner doesn't mean you have things in common that, like, right. make for a great friendship off the mats. Yeah. And that's okay as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even with, uh, I say this with the kids. The kids, like, the kids are able to talk to each other. And then do they become friends? Yeah, they become friends here, and it gives kids an opportunity to come into different places to like, hey, I got a friend there. But I don't I don't think too many of the kids hang out with each other outside right. of jujitsu, but when they're here, man, they're like Well and I could tell inseparable. You, I mean for me, and I'm sure it relates for the kids, when I started training jujitsu, I was kind of at a point in my life where I was very like, I have these friends, I'm good with the friends I have. Like, this is how I live my life. I play video games. My wife would actually go hang out with, like, new friends that she had made from her job, go to the city, and she'd be like, come with, and I'd be like, nope. Or I would drive her, I would drop her off, and I'd go to my buddy's house who lived in the city that I'd been friends with since kids. Mm -hmm. And then I started training jujitsu, and it was definitely something where it kind of, like, after I started training for a little bit, and then she was like, why don't you come with? And I was like, yeah, I'll go with you. And it just opened me up to the whole idea again of, like, maybe letting some new things into my life like that I didn't have to just I wasn't just good where I was mm-hmm. at like some new things might be good as well is there is that is that one of the ways because you mentioned earlier is that one of the ways that Jesus has helped you become oh yeah better? for sure it definitely opened me up and I would say it even I mean I've probably was always a confident person but like I would still say it added confidence mm-hmm. I don't know it just you know there's just a different air like when you're walking around and you're like and I, I'm by no means saying, like, I don't think I'm a tough guy now <laughs> or ever before. I'm 160 pounds soaking wet with the ghee on. Um, <laughs> you know, but I know I could protect myself in certain situations or have some. And it and it, it was just different. But, yeah, and it definitely, you know, it opened me up um, a weird, well, to me it's a good story for jiu-jitsu. But so, yeah, I think, I mean, it helped me change my life as well. So I used to work in the construction industry Okay. Uh, up until just over two years ago. Um, so I got out of that job after college because I needed a job. I had moved to Idaho for a couple years. Um, then I came back to Illinois. I had no money. I had to get a job. So I was able to get into this union job working construction. When I first started, it was great. The money was good. You know, my wife was working in an office, making a little bit less. So it was like, oh, hell yeah. Well, then as time progressed, you know, she was sitting in an office. She kept making more money. I'm out here busting my ass. Um, you know, that job turned into you know, working six months of the year on, six months off, which sounds great, but isn't always that cool. And then construction season was a pain in the balls. You know, I was leaving my house super early. Um, But I had to make money and I just did what I needed to do. Well, then I started training jujitsu one year and they called me to come back to work and they put me on a night shift, which in the past I would have always just taken. Mm -hmm. What am I going to do? I wasn't one to go and complain to the office. 
but I just started doing jujitsu and I really liked it. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not about to stop this right now. Mm-hmm. So I went into the office and I was like, hey, I can't do this night shift job anymore. I just started taking classes. And they took it as like college classes right. or something. But I wasn't going to specify, whatever. It's, you know. So they shifted and they put me on this other job that was way out in Elburn. So now I was driving 65 miles each day. And I think they kind of did it like a punishment thing. But it was during the day. I could keep doing jujitsu, so whatever. <laughs> but now I was leaving my house at like 4.15 to 4.45 in the morning. It was crazy. But uh, then I got a job offer to work directly for that company because I used to work for a consulting company. So I worked there. I got an opportunity there to become the quality control manager. From that, I was finally had the ability to like spin my construction job into the corporate world and was able to get an interview at Granger where I work now nice, and get yeah. a job. I had been trying to change jobs for probably like eight years. Mm-hmm. I had probably applied to Granger at least 30 times wow. and never heard back. Um, I feel like now when I look back and I thought about it, I'm like, oh, jujitsu is what like started that whole ball rolling. Mm-hmm. And I like finally stood up in the office and was like, I can't work nights right now. <laughs> And that's what spun it into it. And from that also, I've seen from jiu-jitsu that um, something I think people talk about, but it showed me that like you can change your life and you can change anything you want, but change doesn't happen overnight. It's, it's that slow, progressive commitment and time spent. And you can change anything. You could do whatever you want. And you know, I saw that on the mats. I came mm-hmm. to jiu-jitsu. I trained consistently. I could see and feel myself getting better. I wanted to change jobs. I kind of applied that same logic and just started taking small steps. All right, if I take this QC manager job, maybe it's not really what I want, but it gets me closer to the goal. Right. And you know, and I have a job now that I like in an office, way better in my opinion mm-hmm. than I used to do. And uh, you know, so jujitsu, I, I attribute a lot of that to, to awesome. jujitsu. You know. It's like a goofy story, but I can really link back, and I'm like, no, it, it jujitsu is the root. There's that little catalyst that yeah, just sparked everything. Yeah, and it's sometimes it's not as sometimes it's not as uh, obvious, but right. it, it it helps. Yeah, and it, even that that was like years after where I realized I was like, wait a minute, you know, yeah. it was that day in the office because of jujitsu that started the whole ball rolling because I might have never other you know worked at this plant that offered me the job eventually I could have just stayed on that night job through the whole season never seen it and I'd probably still be in the industry today then jeez and uh that was a pain in the balls it used to be hard to come in and train after I was up at four in the morning and I remember that I remember that and I was like sometimes I I think back now and I'm like how did I do it I remember coming in and feeling like I could fall asleep on the mats you look like you fell asleep a lot of times yeah (laughs) And but now, uh, you know, I feel good when I yeah. train. You know, I have energy most of the time. You're actually awake. Yeah. You don't have to wake up in three hours later after exactly. class. Um, that's awesome. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Everybody says jujitsu changes you a lot, and it does, man. Like it does. And then there's a lot of people out there that says fucking doesn't change you. Fucking does. It's like shut up. You suck at jujitsu. That's why. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I seen it. I seen the change in you where you've gone gone from kind of being here, kind of going through the motions to being here and actually being, like, being here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and I go through, like, I would say, I go through a lot of ebbs and flows in jujitsu for sure. Yeah. Um, where I'm, like, really focused on it. Um, like, before I went to Sweden, um, maybe it's almost two months ago now, mm-hmm. I, like, I was jujitsu, jujitsu, jujitsu. 
I mean, I was like, any free open night I had, I, I was coming to class. Right. I was probably, you know, getting in three nights a week. I try to always train on Saturdays when I can. Um, I try to hit a morning class here and there, depending on just how my work schedule was going and stuff. But it was jujitsu. I was going home, looking at videos, like just that everything. And then I came back from Sweden, and it just like, I didn't quite have that same drive. Mm-hmm. You know, where like, it wasn't jujitsu, jujitsu, jujitsu. But like, I keep myself at like my minimum kind of. Right, right. Of, like, like, I try to keep three as like my baseline of like, mm-hmm. that's really nothing. That's a lot that's more than That's just like maintaining my life of like, you know, I do jujitsu still partly. Like, I like to, I want to be healthy. Right. You know, I'm almost 37. I mean, partly I started when I thought of it too, where I was like, uh, my sister's stepson, he's 19 now. Mm-hmm. So six years ago, he was like 13. He's a big boy. And I remember thinking too, like, well, I'm not going to have this teenager potentially kicking my ass. <laughs> if I have a kid one day, I need to be in a position that they're not kicking my ass. Because when I was a teenager, you know, my dad looked at me and he's like, what? What's that look? I'll throw you through the wall right now. And I had to respect that that was a reality of the situation, even when I was 18. And I was like, you know, I need to be able to, I need to be able to put that discipline onto the children that are in my life as well. And, uh, you know, I think jujitsu would allow for that. Not only that kid. Yeah, whatever. He's not a troublemaker. Yeah, I don't think he will be. I don't think I don't think he will be. He's afraid of his mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. He uh, plus he won't get a bug if he if he messes up. <laughs> but uh, that's cool. Like, and what um? So how long do you see yourself? Obviously, do you see yourself like becoming a black belt? You know what I mean? No, like continuing. Honestly, I don't like know. Con- let's say continuing. I don't know. Um, so when I was training, at one point when I had my blue belt, I had for sure set a goal to myself that I was going to get my purple belt. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was committed to that. Um, I've never set a goal for myself that I'm going to get my black belt. Right. Um, and I, I don't know why. I, I guess just because... I wouldn't want to set a goal that I, like, wasn't fully standing behind, like, Mm -hmm. that I was committing to. Right. And I don't have any inkling or feeling of, like, stopping doing jujitsu right now. But, you know, I kind of always have the mindset of I don't know what the future holds. You know, things happen. All Mm -hmm. kinds of things happen. Right. You know, so... But if everything was perfect, if everything was, like, perfect, nothing... Like if everything was working. perfect and like I could retire now, like right. I would do jujitsu all the time. Yeah. Like a lot. You know. I would train probably almost every day if I had more time. Like yeah. Body hurts if you do it every day. Yeah. <laughs> and like uh you know, even that I've gone through ebbs and flows like uh, I don't know, some six or seven months ago I felt like pretty banged up. My knees were hurting, both of them, everything and like now I'm back to like I feel I feel pretty good. I got a sore ankle, but that's you know, no big deal. Yeah, it, uh, and it's just kind of—it's like that ebb and flow of, you know, with how much I want to train and kind of even how I feel. And I don't know. I like to just push through though and stay committed and dedicated. I feel like, and if I do, you know, eventually I, everything just comes. Yeah, with I never. I ask that because that it's a more of a general, more of a general like, hey, do you feel? Do you, you see yourself keep going with this? And that's why I say it's a black belt. I never gave myself a. <clears throat> goal. I don't think I did. If I did, I don't remember it. 
but I always look at, I remember always trying to be the best that I could be at every belt level. Sure. And then, like, whatever came, it came, and it's like, and it's like, man, like, it, it, it would just, you just become, I, I don't know, it's just, be the best as you can at that level, and then don't worry about anything else. And I hear, and I'll hear people, and I, I'll still hear around, not not just here, but everywhere, we're like, man, I want to get that blue belt. And it's like, and I'm like, cool, you got it, good goal, but then what? Yeah. You know? Well, and I think there's a little misconception of, and I think maybe even I had it, that, like, when you're a black belt, like, you know everything. You and, do, Eric. And, you, do. Um, you know, and then at some point you start to realize that, like, no, like, the journey of learning never ends, and there's kind of always more. Yeah. So for me, I mean, I do kind of see myself continuing to train. I would like to, at least, because I do jujitsu now, even. I'm not coming in a lot of times I'm trying to add to my game probably more than I am trying to improve my A game let's say <coughs> right um, and for me that's just where I'm at obviously you know I'm not a heavy competitor by any stretch um, and I, you know I, there's just so much out there I mean I that I like to see and I'm like oh that's good this is good so I could see staying with it and if I received a black belt one day wanting to keep training because again I just I think it's kind of endless when you could continue adding to your game. Because just because I, I mean, I've seen so many moves that, you know, I don't, I just saw it. There it was. Yeah, I drilled it that night and, you know, that's right. the end of it. Like, so being able to add to my game, I could probably train until I die and, you know, still find stuff where I could add, improve, and be happy to work on. Constantly evolving. Yeah. Well, old is new, new, you know, and like, there's always like a new, there's always something new going on. And, and it's like you can't, and it's like if you try to race and try to, like, do everything, you're going to get, like, caught up and you're going to get, like, you're going to get nothing accomplished. But, like, you know, I, there's a point where you do have to kind of experiment. Oh, yeah. It would be cool to experiment to certain things. You always say that to people. I'm like, I can either, A, guide you and I can guide you and be like, this is all you're going to do, you know? This is all you should be doing. That's right. all. That's it. That's it. That's it. Or... You can take another path where you're like, I'm gonna try this, I'm gonna try that, I'm gonna yeah. try this, I'm gonna try that. That's the one I took. There's nothing wrong with either one, but the one, like, the one where, you know, you kind of experiment with a lot of things, kind of prepare you to become like a teacher. Sure. And then the other ones are just like, you're just gonna win. Right. And then you don't necessarily know how to teach anything else. Yeah. Well, you and know. that's right. If you're, like, competing, 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 I completely would say you should have a different strategy coming in every night right. than me who's coming in to improve my jujitsu. You know, my motto has always been, and I think it should be for anybody who trains, is, you know, I'm trying to be better than me yesterday. Right. Uh, you know, because comparing yourself to anybody else, well, they're not you, your circumstances aren't the same, whatever. Now, going to compete, yeah, but if you're going to compete, you know, you should be working on that game plan you're trying to implement. Uh, if you want to win the tournament right um you know but then in between you know i feel like you got to open it up like you don't want to get so stagnant that you can only do this one thing i I feel like that could start to get a little boring eventually it does you know where it's like you come in you hit one sweep you're inside control you go to your one submission and great you can hit it over and over but like big deal 
I've tapped. We start over again. Yeah. We're just here in the gym. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's mostly for, like, competitors, that yeah. that type of mindset. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, – people, I think, lose the f- lose focus on, like – like you said, they should be comparing themselves to themselves. Yeah. And um, I don't mean to brag, but I, w- I would always say – I would always say, like, well, can I beat the shit out of myself six months ago if I, if I could – I'm in a good path. If I'm not, then right. I need to reevaluate. Um, each, you know, every th- I would say every three months you would right. I would say that, but I wouldn't say that every three. I would it'd be longer, but I would say if, if I don't, you know, to go back and maybe every three months. Sure. You should say that, but you should look at it. Um, and I th- and I feel in people lose lose sight of that. They should not compete with anybody here in the gym. They should they should look at. They should look at other people, or excuse me, look at themselves and whether or not they can, whether or not they can, uh, you know, whether or not they can, they've improved. And one little pet peeve I have <laughs> is, and I don't know about you, because you're, you're more, you're a higher rank as well, is it's like, I'll go with somebody who's a lower rank, and I'm going, and I catch them, you know, just catch them. And then they're like, oh! What the fuck? And I'm like, why are you frustrated? Yeah. I'm like, you've been doing it for a year, and I've been doing it for like, and I can say this, I've been doing it for more than a decade. Right. You know, and it's like, relax, you know? Yeah, there's always a little of that. And I I do think, yeah, people forget, and they don't want to lose, but it's like, uh, you know, just remembering like, you know, right, I've been training six years. I have my purple belt, whatever. I come in, and I leave some days, and I'm like, man, I suck. Yeah. But... If I take that perspective, if I'm like, oh, but if I did jujitsu against myself one year ago, mm-hmm. it is not even close. Right. I will school myself constantly, I feel like. I feel like I could go back to myself two months ago. I'm better. Mm-hmm. And as long as you have that, you're doing the right things, like you said. You know? right. Like if you can look back and go like, oh, no, oh, I am better. Yeah, maybe not better than everybody here, but better, better than me. Right. You know? Yeah, and that's... And I think that's the only way to do it. And I think that's honest. It's an honest way. And I don't think people, maybe sometimes people don't, maybe they don't know to do it. And some people, maybe some don't want to do it. Yeah. Maybe some don't want to do it because you're really, you're looking at it, you're really looking at yourself and you're really trying to, and you're really judging yourself and you're like, they don't, they don't want to see that in front of their face. You know, they don't see, you know, when people are like, you got to know their, in bit, you know, I hear people in business, you got to see the numbers, sure. you got to know the numbers. And if you know the numbers, you know your business. Well, some people don't want to know the numbers in yeah. their business because it's staring them in the face. And the same thing with jujitsu. It's like, people don't want to have that reality of like, fuck. And I think that's where that reality check of jujitsu comes in. It's not just, oh, you come in and get beat up, reality check. But it's that, Fuck. It's yeah. that, like, it's staring yourself and actually evaluating yourself, and people are like, man, I, no, I, I, sh- I should be getting better because, you know, well, maybe you did it. Let's go back and reevaluate what you were doing. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're doing. You're not actually coming to class, <laughs> you know, well, or, see, or whatever. I don't even really kind of understand jujitsu from that perspective of, like, maybe people who sign up and come, but, like, don't really get into it. Mm-hmm. I feel like, if I think about it for some reason in class, training, wherever, I've just always built those connections, deeper connections with guys who are more dedicated. Yeah. 
and maybe it's just naturally because we're here more often and we're running into each other and there's some part of that. But, like, I never even think about the people who, like, I don't know, I guess their Facebook and Instagram feed isn't full of jujitsu moves popping up all day long where, like, they yeah. haven't gone to that. Like, they've just come here and that's kind of the only step right. they've taken with it. I, I don't really know what that's about, you know. Yeah. Hmm? For me, it, it's become such, you know, I mean, it's a huge piece of my life now. It's, you know, yeah, it's and it's crazy. funny, it, you know, and you have to, re- you have to like, let people know. Still got a couple minutes. Yeah. You got to let people know, like, sometimes, and I heard uh, heard an interview with uh, the Mendez brothers uh, a couple years ago. And they have a huge kids program mm-hmm. and whatnot. And it goes back to saying, like, having that connection and... They have some kids that come in and they train every freaking day. Sure. And then they are telling a story of how a parent went up to him and goes, "How come you don't? How come you don't treat my kid like you're treating, you know, whatever Joey over there?" Sure. Well, and they, I guess they were, they looked at the dad. I'm like, well, Joey comes in six days a week. You guys come in once. Right. It's like, I like him. Right. He's a nice kid. Right. Your son's a nice kid, but Joey comes in. I. I He's here all the time. I'm right. gonna be. I'm gonna build that relationship. Yeah. You know, um, and I. Th- you know, kind of like you know, going back to what you're saying. It just. It just is. Just have that connection. Well, and that's the same thing. That's no different than the white belts we talked about earlier. That mm-hmm. they come in. You know, once a week, and they expect that. Like, oh, why isn't Carlos focusing on staring at me while I'm drilling and correcting right. my technique? And it's like, bro, you're here once a week. Who's who's to think you're going to be here three weeks from now at all? <laughs> I, you know, but people don't get that. They just sometimes kind of think like it's I try all to, about I try to, I try to, I try to, I try to watch everybody equally. But um, it, as an instructor, you know, it's like I try to look at everybody. But you know, you look at, but there's, you know, you get it. You fall into that too. I mean, it's like okay, well, he was here four times a week, and he was here three times this week, and you're here, you know, once. In the past two weeks, right. and it's like, hold on, hold on, I'll be right there. He's got a question right. because he's got a because he has a deeper understanding of what we're doing right. here. Hold on, hold on, yep. And I, you know, then I'll go over there and they'll have a question like, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing, and it's like, uh, and this is not like particular to you, you know. This is something yeah. I would say all jujitsu coaches, no, it happens all the time. Deal yeah. with, right? No, you know, so like people time. think, oh, just Carl, I'll go somewhere else. It's like, no, this is across gyms everywhere. It's that, everybody, like, you know, yeah. Um, and I'm sure there's places you can go where there's, I mean, I've heard of like at currents that like there's people they train there and they care about and there's other people who train and you could train a lot and they barely even know your name, you know, because the Bigger program's gyms. so big and yeah. things like that, you know. So. Shit, we were just at Marcelo's. I mean, they have over 200 white belts according to that kid. <laughs> 200 white belts. Yeah. Dude, you're going to get lost. Right. You're going to get lost in the shuffle. And it's like when you go into... I think we have a decent sized gym and I don't think people get lost, but there's a possibility that you might and we do everything we can not to right. lose you, but you know, we'll say something, you know, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I something. try to know everybody's name, but yeah, I mean, there's guys so sometimes I. I see and I got to be like, who is that? You know I mean? Believe me, when I was at, when I was training at Newbreed, you know, and, and, and I, I don't know, I don't know who you are. And to, to this day, I'll go there and they'll be like, hey, what's up, dude? And I'm like, hey, what's going on? I don't know who that person is. Right. I don't know who that person yeah. is, you know, not here, but when I was all the time, dude, all the time, people come up to me, what's up, Carlos? I'm like, what's up, dude? Right. Don't know who you are. Yes. Well, you train, you know, we trained a fuck, dude, yeah. you're talking three weeks ago. <laughs> I've had fucking 80 classes. Well, you know, yeah, that's a little different. But cool. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. 
Right. Well, got anything to add? Anything? No, I don't think so. Parting words? I mean, um, just train if you like to train, you know. Find the time. Um, Try out the 6 a.m. class to those of you who haven't. I know it sounds so brutal, but, you know, just set the alarm and get out of bed. Um, It's good for you. Especially if you're struggling to find the time at night, you know. I'm trying to, yeah, we might, I think uh, some more people are starting to inquire about that class, too, so. Uh, Well, I'd say a lot of people like to inquire about it. (laughs) They like to inquire, but they don't actually show up. Yeah, exactly. But, no, I get it. It's tough. You know, I was going to go to class Thursday morning. Uh, There's a group of us who chat on, like, a Facebook messenger, Mm -hmm. talk about geese and bullshit or whatever. But uh, we're like, all right, we're all going to go, and then. Uh, Junie sends a message that, oh, my kids were sick last night. I'm not going to make it. And I looked at that message in the morning, and I was like, I'm not going to make it either. Ah. I hit the snooze button. Um, you know, that just happens some days. But, oh. you know, you do what you can. <laughs> All right, man. Cool. All right, thanks, thanks dude. So I hope you guys enjoyed the interview with Eric. I certainly did. Um, we uh, had a good time. And, um, you know, we cut it off. Uh, all of a sudden, I would have, I would have, I mean, we would have kept talking, but um, you know, we had, uh, we were trying to do it right before class, and uh, we had some people literally waiting outside the gym to get in, to start going into class. But again, uh, thank you to Eric for you know taking the time to come out here and, and um, talking to me, talk, talk to me, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys learned something um, with his story, and I hope you guys got to know him a little bit better, especially uh, you know some of you guys that. You know, go out there and actually train with him on a consistent basis. Get to hear a little bit about about his background. You know, and that's the point of why we're trying to do um, what I'm doing with these uh, with the with the interviews with the student interviews is, um, you know, you guys get to know um, a little bit about your training partners. Um, and everybody has, you know, everybody here in this in, in the academy has an has an interesting story and why they started and how it's helped them and. You know, part of this point of part of this podcast is to get their story out there and get to know each other. Um, you know, like I said before, I don't know the direction of the of the podcast, but I think the interviews are going to be stay pretty consistently, and I think the interviews are are um, are going to have the give the students here an opportunity to tell their story um, when it comes to their journey in jujitsu, and hopefully you guys get something out of it, and hopefully you know you guys get to know them, and and like he said, you guys don't have to be best friends outside the outside of the mat. But when you guys are here, you know that you might have something in common with somebody that you might not think you've had in common, something in common with. So, um, again, thank you guys for listening. Um, any, you know, any questions, comments, concerns, please visit us, LakeCountyBJJ.com and at LakeCountyBJJ for any so, sort of social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Um, you know, reach us on there. But until next time, guys, I will see you guys on the map. Thanks. Bye.